Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, dear listener, and welcome to another episode of Everyone is Hot, the podcast that talks about your favorite stealth sex symbols and their film or TV show or commercial, whatever, uh, that turned you on to them. Uh, I'm Michael Stevens, and this episode I am hosting solo. Uh, Shelly is out today. She really wanted to be here because uh, today we are talking about uh, Barbie, a film of the present or should i say a present makes you think <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, i am joined today by two uh terrific guests uh who or whom you've met before writer and performer reduct and reductress contributor anupa otiv and recovering stage manager present day framer art handler bird mother and uh my my life partner in life um, Jasmine Abu Arab, uh, children, uh, clap. Ah, was that a good intro? That was perfect. Oh, <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. Uh, so thank you both for joining today. <laughs> thank you for having us. I'm so excited. Yes. Barbie um, is my favorite movie. Uh, Barbie, good. Um, is it your favorite movie? Favorite movie. Okay. I love um, that. I think I it's mean, probably my favorite movie of the year so far. Yeah. Um, definitely my favorite movie of the year. I do say a lot of things are my favorite movie. So nice. I'm going to stand by my statement. <laughs> it is my favorite movie. Oh, very good. Um, yeah, it's been very difficult to like hold my opinions back on Barbie. Um, I loved it. I fucking, I feel like I had a bit of a spiritual experience watching the movie. And I've wow. been, I, it, I mean, it's about a doll. <laughs> so I feel, I feel silly, but at the same time, 
um i don't know it's a it's an interesting feeling i i feel the same way that i felt when i watched like superman and um also there's like a martin scorsese uh the last temptation of christ like <laughs> there's just a spiritual vibe behind the movie that um it's it's a silly thing to say <laughs> But no, it's not. No, it I makes mean, perfect sense. <laughs> totally. I mean, Barbie is like the biggest, like one of the biggest parts of like girlhood in America, anyway. And I'm sure, mm-hmm. like around the world, like mm-hmm. it is kind of like a religion. The religion Barbie of Barbie, is much like Jesus. Yeah. I imagine that's what the Last Temptation of Christ is about, right? Is that is that about Jesus? Is that- yeah, Jesus just wants like to it be. Is. It's about Jesus. It is very much about okay. Jesus and so- his. He just wants to be a regular person. Um, yeah. Gosh. Mm. So wait, that's kind of like what Barbie's about too. Yeah. And yeah. like you know, the, the the disciples of Barbie, you know, you could arguably say are like Bratz and like Polly Pocket and like oh my god, I could keep going. Whoa. I am like I would agree. a. I'm a follower of the cult and religion of dolls first and foremost, and mm. that's why like Barbie is is a religious experience i would agree. okay yeah. i all right so this is something i want to explore more um we have a, an outline for uh the general topics but let's just throw it out the window because the thing that i'm very curious about from you both <laughs> <laughs> plot twist um the thing i'm very curious about is uh y'all's relationship to barbie as a concept um and Dolls mm-hmm. and doll culture. Doll culture. Yeah. I mean, like the pussycat dolls, for example. Uh, That's what I think of when I think wow. of doll culture. PC did you doll. play with dolls? Or is like pussycat? No, I did play with dolls. I had like a couple of um, Barbies. My mom didn't want me to, she just never bought me Barbies, but she would accept. Like, if someone gave me a Barbie, then she would be like, okay, (laughs) fine. (laughs) But my mom never wanted to buy them because she was like, it's going to give you, I I don't know. She's, she's like a, um, what is the, um, the Gen X wave of feminism? She's like not into Barbies, probably because she was born around the time of their coming to popularity. Ah, okay. So wait, was she was she too old or too young to play with Barbie? Uh, I, I maybe she would have been. I don't know. But so, oh, I'm reading about third wave know, feminism like right now. Sixty four third wave <laughs> feminism. I don't know. Third wave. But she's like kind of crunchy granola, just like not into like dolls. Mm. Um. Yeah, she was just worried it would give me, like, body image issues and, like, uh, you know, whatever. But anyway, I had, like, a couple of... I had a Princess Jasmine Barbie and a Little Mermaid Barbie. And I did have, if you've watched the Barbie movie, um, the... uh, I had a weird Barbie, like a Barbie that I played too hard with. Yes! Yeah, she went in the dryer... Yeah. Of course she did. That was the yeah. most right. Like I was so glad they had that because that so was such weird. a core part of the experience. 
Yes. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I was obsessed with dolls growing up. Like really? I played with, I yeah, I played with dolls until like it was I was too old to be playing with dolls. Like oh, yeah, same, yeah. Same. I would say I played with dolls until like maybe the eighth grade or something. Like oh, I yeah. love them, and I thought like Barbie was probably the most basic of the dolls mm-hmm. available to me. Yeah. Like maybe I'm like saying my age, but like I grew up playing with Barbie, but also with like, with Bratz, definitely with mm-hmm. Polly, with, yeah, Polly um, was cool. Yeah. Like all yeah. of those, there was just so much at our disposal, you know? And yeah, like, it's true to me, it was like a, like dolls was so intense too. Like it was rarely mm-hmm. about like, it was always about the outfits first. And then after that, there was like, my Barbies would go on like adventures, like, They'd be, like, swinging through the house. I'd, like, drop them from, like, the top of the stairs because they were, like, skydiving or something. Yeah. There was, like, murder involved. (laughs) Like, there there was, like, plots. Oh, I was like, God, I love dolls. (laughs) That's amazing. Oh, man. Good times. Good times. So, in in the movie when America Ferreira was, like... Yeah, when America Ferreira is like, oh, I was feeling depressed, so I started playing with my dolls again. I was like, that is so real. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Very valid. Super valid. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was not expecting to love the film as much as I did, but uh, it knocked me over. I am still trying to figure out um, how I why the feeling was so strong with this movie. And so um, I have started watching a bunch of other movies because I was like, as soon as we finished Barbie, I was like, I want to watch it again. But um, I decided, yeah. you know what, Michael, maybe <laughs> maybe investigate some some more of why, what about this movie yeah. uh, resonates with you and other movies. And... Uh, Mm-hmm. I watched some of a letterboxed uh, video uh, interview that uh, Greta Gerwig had done where she breaks apart her uh, influences from other movies. And there's so much shit in there. There's so much stuff. And the one that had intrigued me the most was uh, her, uh, I guess, certain things that she pulled from uh, city of angels, which is a movie, not city of angels, sorry. Wings of desire. Mm. City of angels is the remake that I watched this week. I wanted to watch. I was like, wow. No, no. (laughs) wings of desire is could be like a two hour movie. It is a commitment um, that I watched maybe Mm. two years ago. And uh, they remade it as city of angels starring Nicholas cage. Um, yeah, it's it's really they deal wow. with like angels and stuff like that. Um but I the scene the scenes that I loved the most in Barbie were some of the elements that I loved the most about um how uh the angels are sort of portrayed in City of Angels and Wings of Desire. Um I love that the angels can kind of hear what people are thinking and they understand our world, but there's this distance from it. And uh, that element of uh, like showing Barbie's 
ability to connect with all young girls through uh, moments of play uh, that they've had. Um, like that's something that um, I thought was really, really special. But then there's also so much other stuff um, like looking at this movie as a continuation of what, uh, of, I guess, uh, certain expressions of womanhood that she's shown in uh, Lady Bird and Little Women. Like, it's interesting to see this as like a, I guess, part of that trilogy. And it got me thinking. You both uh, sent over some movies uh, that, yeah. well, you both sent over some some movies that you both had thought, oh, this is kind of Barbie core. And so um, I guess before we even get into like, that i'm very curious to get your takes on how you would define uh this concept of a barbie cannon or or barbie core um i've been saying barbie cannon um but we will see what the culture to me like barbie core or barbie cannon yeah barbie core to me is like it's like a movie, I do think aesthetics play a big role in a Barbie movie um, that like, and it doesn't necessarily have to be pink, but like there's like a very strong visual identity that feels like it's not happening like on planet Earth a little bit. Right. Yeah. And like, but I think at its core, it is like a movie about like expectations versus reality, like kind of yeah like expectations from yourself or like expectations from like the world around you and mm, yeah mm. i think so that would be the loose term for me the second you said that i started thinking about um i'm so glad uh shelly provided a, a list as well um in addition to uh your lists because yeah. i really i really couldn't do this <laughs> i really couldn't like uh figure out like <laughs> on my own like what are what are what is what is barbie core it can't just be michael that's like that's it eh. um but when you said that it made me think of uh but i'm a cheerleader which wasn't even on my list of movies to watch after this um oh that was such a good addition uh and like deb's i, I also movie. i didn't even know deb's was a thing and then yeah. like once you put it on i was like oh shit like this is this feels within the same participating in the same conversation um that, that barbie's having you yeah know. i think i'm gonna i'm gonna be using this list as like a watch list for the rest of the year probably <laughs> like, yeah. yeah there's so much to watch now uh, good yeah they're they're really good they're like uh jasmine you watched life size uh I did. You're, right. Oh my god. <laughs> have you seen Life Size? I have. Anita? I certainly have. It's iconic. Whoa. Uh never saw it before. I watched it three nights ago and uh okay, so the plot is obviously wacky. Um, but Tyra Banks is amazing. And mm-hmm. so is Baby Lindsay. She's yeah. incredible. Um also uh kind of a nice uplifting movie yeah. yeah it was good there's a great I musical number in it 
Yeah, so, shine bright, shine bright, shine far. Yeah. So that was so good. <laughs> I haven't. I like put together this list with the synopses and then didn't read the synopses for all these movies. But um, if I'm, I'm trying to, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm trying to remember the plot of Life Size. She like Tyra Banks plays the doll oh. who's magically turned into a, yeah. a human being by yeah. the little white girl that mm-hmm. uh, yeah. play is played by Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. The the one thing yeah, about right. Life Size, yeah, that that like thinking back, I have a hard time susten- suspending my disbelief. And maybe that's because I've yeah. been brought up to be cynical is that this white family loves like they, they buy this, the, the black doll. I've never seen that. And I've just never seen it in real life. Yeah. I knew, um, I knew you were going to say that because it's just not, it's just not what happens. It's not it's what just, happens. It's just it's not what not happens. Yeah. Like, yeah. My no. mom, my mom bought yeah. my sister in a this, white Barbie yeah. for diversity purposes. Of like, you have to. Here's one. Here's one <laughs> that you get, but they're yeah. gonna mostly be black I don't see Barbie her doing dolls. That, but yeah, she did it once. It was yeah. the Toy Story. Uh, I think it was the Toy Story yeah, three yeah. Barbie. So it was. She was a special Barbie. Oh, cute. I yeah, love that. but that's nice. Yeah, that's the one thing with life size that I am like, oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're all supposed. So Eve, the doll, Eve is supposed to be like the number one. Like she's the Barbie of this world, in which Barbie has always been black, and yet the rest of the cast, everyone in this world, where Barbie is black and her name is Eve, everyone there is white. So it's interesting. Wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> parallel universe. <laughs> parallel universe where although everyone in town is white, <laughs> they all must have an Eve doll. They worship it is Black the Barbie. Only doll. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amazing stuff. Wow. Yeah. It's a it, high fantasy, perhaps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who knows? The- but <laughs> I mean, it kind of is like, uh, in many ways, that does remind me of the Barbie movie that came out this year, because like, even when she's in the real world and like goes to the Mattel office, like even that's like a like fantasy environment that's like, oh, yes, obviously isn't real. Like, yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shout out to uh, the movie Playtime by uh, Jacques Tati. I believe that's his name. Um, but a lot of you like the way I said that uh, <laughs> um, that's I think that's the only Tati movie oh. that I've watched but in I that's I like the Mattel office yeah it like it, it's very it was mentioned as one of her influences too okay. and I ugh, mm. oh. I I appreciate it so much because she's really she really pulled from a lot of sources in a fun fun way um uh mm-hmm. i'm so curious about the house bunny um as uh <gasps> a part of this canon okay i'm gonna talk about the house bunny which Please to me do. is a perfect film and i only really watched it this year like because i think i just like looked at it for the longest time and like made assumptions about what this movie was about and 
basically the house bunny is like a teen comedy from like 2008 um which is a very specific brand of teen comedy um where this literal like house bunny who lives in the playboy mansion is kicked out the day she turns 30 i think or she's like (laughs) There's like a villain. There's a villain who wants her out because she's basically like the top, the top girl, and like she gets kicked out of the uh, out of the Playboy Mansion at the age of thirty, and she has to find a new life. So she becomes the like house mother for this sorority, <laughs> like, mm. and um, she basically like she becomes the house mother for like the ugly, like uncool sorority of like these girls <laughs> who are like basically their uh, sorority house is in danger of being closed down unless they get new pledges. So the house buddy like helps them, like gives them makeovers, like redoes the house. And like, they like, it's it, this movie makes no logical sense. Like clearly not (laughs) happening on this planet. And (laughs) it makes no sense at all. But like, it's so, first of all, it's very visually like, beautiful in like a 2008 kind of way like yeah um i forget who plays the the lead um her name is anna, anna Ferris. yes anna Ferris plays the house bunny and she is so good she's so good like i think like she really is kind of like the life-size barbie of this movie because she kind of comes in as this like i don't know what the real world is like i just live in the playboy mansion and like Meanwhile, she's, like, learning about, like, what it means to find true sisterhood. And, like, she, like, brings these girls together who, like, feel shitty about themselves. And honestly, it's a movie that looks like it shouldn't have aged well. But for the most part, it has aged pretty well. Mm -hmm. Like, there are, like, some really weird, absurd moments. But, like, I think that's just, like, part of the universe. Like, they host, um, like, a big part of the movie is that, like, they're trying to get one of the girls who's played by Emma Stone, by the way. Um, oh, my God. And, like, they're, like, it's... trying to get Emma Stone to be dateable. No way. <laughs> Impossible. You know, she really, oh, yeah. she really has a way of playing these roles where I'm just like, no, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Ugh. Right? But she does what? it so well. Like, she plays this, like, I'm too weird, like, to, to date anyone. And then, like, Anna Ferris changes her life. And, like, turns her into, like, a hot girl. And then they host, like, a virgin sacrifice party, which is, like, so bizarre and, like, has definitely not aged well at all. Like, they have this, like, (laughs) Aztec-themed, like, virgin sacrifice party where they get, like, all the frat boys to, like, come over. And, like, then she just, like, it's so strange. But, like, um, it's the best movie ever, honestly. Like, it's, it's great aesthetically. I think it has a great message. It has a lot of heart. And... It's got a great soundtrack. Like, oh. it's got the Ting Tings, and it's got like um, All American Rejects. Oh my god! It's just it's a vibe, it's a perfect oh. vibe. It's excellent. It's excellent. It was it was on uh, Comedy Central. It was on Comedy Central a lot, and I uh, yeah um, would watch it every time it came on because it's. Yeah, it's genuinely so funny. I like, and I think aesthetically, it's, I mean, it's very obviously a Barbie movie in that sense, but like, even without it, it, it's Mm. very much like girl with like 
kind of backwards view of the world learns and is like radicalized by her environment. Yeah. Like, oh. there you go. Yeah. You could say, I could say that, yeah, the house bunny is probably one of like the original Barbie movies in the sense that it's for white women, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like not for me, but I love it. Like yeah. <laughs> it was not made for me. Right. Oh. So, uh, Anupa, have you seen uh, Real Women Have Curves? I have not. I really okay. I haven't. But I know it's one of, like, America Ferreira's, like, iconic movies. Isn't so, it? She's so good in it. Yes. She's really good. Um, we just watched it this morning. She, yeah. Ooh. I didn't know why uh, I had put, put this movie on the, the list. Um, so let me see the synopsis. So coming of age drama follows Ana Garcia, a young Mexican-American woman struggling with her body image and societal expectations as she dreams of going to college despite her family's objections. And so, watch this movie this morning. Um, I had put it on the list of, like, I feel like this movie uh, connects to this movie in some way. Has some... They're they're related. They're connected. Um, Because Barbie also has America Ferreira. And uh, she's playing a mom with uh, a kind of tough relationship with her daughter and that simple premise which is a universal uh (laughs) experience for half the world uh made me think of Mm -hmm. ladybird um and uh i guess a young woman forming her identity and i watch i didn't as we were watching it this morning i was like man this maybe this isn't in the canon maybe it's too different from all the other movies but Watching it, um, seeing like the whole movie and seeing some of the similarities to Lady Bird uh, made me think, oh, okay. Like this movie's participating in the same conversation that uh, in a very different way, you know, it's not a fantasy at all. It is very much a reality. Um, But uh, I think it's a very interesting I guess movie to pair with Barbie just because there's that whole element in the Barbie movie of like, Oh, Barbie was meant to like fix feminism and uh, make everything, uh, you know, perfect. Um, And I feel like this movie kind of addresses the large swath of people who uh, are not really helped by the Barbie concept. Um, but yeah, watching it this morning, it was a gas. I absolutely loved it. Um, it's fun as like, I guess, a chaser uh, for some of the things that uh, some of the movies that are uh, dealing with. Uh, I guess not dealing with, but utilizing a certain level of like unreality or fantasy. Um uh yeah, this is a this is a fucking gargantuan list of movies. Um I yeah. I think I like I feel like America Ferreira is has always been really picky about like the kinds of roles she does also and a lot of them really tie back to those themes of like yeah. expectations of women. She's done a lot of roles where like she has been the like ugly girl or like the person who hasn't really like fit the beauty standard mm-hmm. and like even though like she is literally 
stunning. But like, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I think she, I, I, I've always really loved her, like her projects because of that. Cause I feel like she always picks things that have a really strong, like women centric message. Hmm. Have you watched uh, Ugly Betty at all? A few episodes. Yeah. God, okay. But not the That's... full show. All right. I haven't, I haven't watched Why? it. No, it's another no, show. I would love to talk about it right now, but <laughs> yeah, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't watched, I haven't enough watched it either. Of it, no. <laughs> um, no, but... but I'm like, ah, oh, okay. Um, I'm aware of the premise, though. If that helps, yeah. Doesn't. Okay. But... <laughs> All right. Well, I'm not sure. I am. It, Betty's like um, a a person that works in fashion, and she's ugly. She's ugly. Like they put glasses on her. They put glasses <laughs> and braces on her. And they <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Horrific. Yeah. Okay. I get it. Uh, yeah. Something we all have to overcome. Okay. So we're getting close to 60, which makes me think we should get to defining our definitive Barbie canon. And so I have this large list of 100 mm-hmm. movies over, it's, it's so many, it's like a million movies on here um, that have all been organized by uh, AI. Shout out to AI, love AI. Um, mm-hmm. There are movies that make sense on the list like uh, Umbrellas of Chiborg, uh, Gigi. And then there are movies on the list that, you know, might be a little bit of a stretch, like Rocky or uh, Frankenstein, which you could probably make a case for, but, you know, maybe they're not in your top five. Um, the mm-hmm. object of this game that we are about to play um, yes. is twofold. One, you want to come up with the best uh, canon, and we're going to do this draft style, which I ain't never done before. Um, but uh, the goal is to create is to curate that top five Barbie canon, and uh, I think afterwards I'm going to use each of these lists to kind of fo- form my next couple weeks viewing, um, because this is something that Ooh. I want to explore more over time. You know, there's some movies on here that are on the list, and I want to know why. And I think it's kind of fun to use a movie, uh, to to use a movie of the present, like Barbie of the present zeitgeist, to mm. explore a lot of uh, older movies. And so, uh, I will be going last since I'm, I guess, the Ken of this episode. Um, and Anupa and Jasmine, to decide who will go first, um, all you have to say is a number, and I'm going to choose first based on who has the most interesting number. Um, okay. So please uh, let me know. Only. Yes, the okay. most interesting number. Uh, <laughs> okay. Let me know when you're ready. Twelve. Twelve. Twelve is, okay. 12 is a good number. That's a really good number. I was going to... Jasmine. Uh, that, three. Three. Thank you. Okay. Why do you think three is more interesting than 12? There is a song on school, the school house rock about it. 
three is a magic number. Thank you. Oh, okay. That's how does the song go? That's a better answer than I was going to say. But do you know, can you hum the huh? song at all? How how's the it memory, go? The... Three is a magic number. Um, I remember this. Three. I think okay. it's like they're okay. ice skating in the video. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, no, that's, sorry, Why that's is... eight. Uh, yeah. Okay, Wait, that's eight? Was... <laughs> that's, Wait, that's did you eight? say it was eight? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, eight is where they're eight is where they're ice skating, but three is a magic number. Yeah, okay. Okay, three is a magic number. Like if you turn it on, if, the side, they, they did yeah, the they're doing eight. the figure okay. eight Whoa. and the ice skating one. Anyway, okay. Whoa. Carry on. Okay. Yeah. All right. We got three is a magic number. Ha School House Rock for this. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I only I'm, picked twelve because I bought a new carton of eggs and there's twelve in there. Mm, very good and I was there. planning how many to have to get through the week I was like I'll have two a day or three a day. like mm. okay that was I it like, that was what I was I think, doing literally before I got <laughs> two a day I actually am, one day you'll have to have one so you were yeah, planning like that you were planning your eggs or I might just like have to get another I was planning my eggs or like I mean I'm fine going to get another carton you know like it's fine yeah. but like in this economy we have to be a little bit frugal yeah. I agree. I, I, I as a person, you'll have to have just one. I have also planned my like my egg breakfasts or dinners, and so this is something that I'm very tempted to to say. This is this is the interesting thing. Um, they're both very yeah. interesting. <laughs> they're both That's very true. very very interesting. Um, so I think <laughs> I am going to have to uh i am going to go and put myself first because i'm oh the heart. ken of the the i'm the ken of the my podcast my heart was racing oh my no, god it's okay um it's okay <laughs> it's okay it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. i'm actually you should have like thought of a this... number and just randomized it that way okay yeah oh gosh no this was this was too much of a choice for the rest of <laughs> I'm going to oh, I'm going to put myself I'm going to put myself first I'm going to give myself the first draft pick um, uh, because what? I cannot make a decision wait what? Um, uh, yeah I'm choosing to be the, the villain in this moment who is second uh, wow Anupa will be going second okay fair that makes sense uh Anupa, it doesn't make sense, Jasmine. <laughs> it doesn't. Um, no, it doesn't make no, any sense. It makes sense. It makes sense because Anupa starts with an A and my name starts with a J. There we it go. does. It does. It does. It it does. It was that simple. It could have been that simple. Yeah. Um, but I've chosen to put myself first, and now I have to commit to this terrible choice that I've made. <laughs> Villainous. Go ahead. What's your choice? Uh, I. I have so much pressure upon me now. Um, gosh. Um, you, did, I, you, did you know what? I'm going to put this as my top pick, and I think it is going to make you uh, angry at me, Jasmine, because I regret making you watch this movie, but I think the one element oh. of it fits in with the Barbie canon uh, premise. Um Mm -hmm. I'm gonna put Splash as my top pick. Um, mm. Splash is my top pick. 
it has been removed from the draft um and the numbers turn pink when you put when you put a little number in there in my little excel sheet oh i see um Ooh, so i see so yeah state-of-the-art okay. technology oops i put it in the wrong cell now it's in my but cell. that's under my column Boom. yeah okay yeah, no i, I moved it yourself. i moved it okay, okay. Right. splash is my first pick okay. anupa so now i get my my first pick or my your your my first, first pick. pick this is your first pick okay, i picked my... the worst movie so that it could be fair i will say this is a moment where i wish shelly was here because it seemed like she had really strong opinions about this movie but i'm gonna say Gigi is my first pick oof very um, good which as, like I watched it, so I put it on the list before I'd even watched it because it'd been on my list for a long time. So then I watched it because Shelly said that she had Oof. like strong opinions about it. And, and I have not seen I thought this, this movie was completely deranged. Like, <laughs> like it was absolutely <laughs> crazy. Um, should I explain it now or do I yes, explain it yes. later? <laughs> please please explain it. <laughs> okay. So, like, I want to talk to Shelly because I feel like Shelly probably has a very nuanced take on this movie. But I'm like, oh, she I, absolutely she does. something that I don't see. Like, this movie is about, it's a musical from 1958, which mm -hmm. is like, I love a movie musical mm -hmm. so much. Who doesn't? Um, and this movie, again, has like very strong, like, visuals, very strong, like, visual identity. Um, great outfits, for sure. It's about this girl who's, I'm guessing, in the movie, supposed to be 15 or 16 years old. Yeah. Her name is Gigi. And, like, it's basically about, like, child grooming, this movie. Like, cool. <laughs> like oh, <wow. laughs> she's, like, kind of groomed for marriage in the throughout the whole movie. And, like, it's about this guy who's, like, a friend of the family, God, who's, like, 30 years old. And, like how they are friends, these two. And it's like so innocent and like totally like, it's like they're just friends. And then one day he realizes that like he's in love with her and it's just like so bizarre. And like, there is a song in this movie. There's a song in this movie. This is the opening number of the movie. It happens in the first five seconds. It's a song called Little Girls. And the lyrics are, thank heavens for little girls, for little girls get bigger every day. Oh, wait. <laughs> it's, oh, okay. Thank heavens. Do you know this song? For no. little girls. Is that that song? Yes. Oh, my it's God. Whoa. 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 It is the opening number of this, of this movie. And, like, it's sung by a character who plays the lead actor's uncle, who's, like, this, like, old bachelor. And, like, the, basically he, like, sets the tone, like, a very sinister tone for this Oof. movie. And, mm. like, everyone in this movie is basically telling Gigi, like, you have to get married to this, like, 30-year-old man because he's going to take care of you. And yeah. she's perfect. Like, if you ask me, I'm like, everyone leave Gigi alone. She is doing great. And, like, to me, this is, like, a Barbie <laughs> horror movie. Like, <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Where, like, if everything in the world went wrong for Barbie, yeah. that it would be Gigi. Like, it yeah. would be this movie. Yeah. But now I'm like, what? am I just seeing what's on the surface? What does what does Shelly see that I don't see? Because I just see this, like, crazy movie. But, like, the outfits are really good. 
shit, well, I've, I've never <laughs> seen this movie in my life, and now I'm going to watch it um, yeah. for sure. If it's not triggering for you, like, I I would I guess, recommend watching yeah, it. Yeah, no, I'll check yeah. that out. Sure. It's a little triggering, but like it could be good. <laughs> it's yeah, there's nothing like we like it's just weird in the way the whole movie is handled. There's nothing like yeah. super graphic or anything, but if anyone is sensitive to like mm. old young relationships, child like grooming, them, yeah, uh, child yeah. grooming, yeah, um, maybe don't, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah, that's my number one, yeah, Ooh, <laughs> fine, Ooh. Jasmine. <laughs> Oh, my first pick is yes. Legally Blonde. Ooh, yes. Um, this is a good yes, one. Yes, yes. I've never seen. I this don't one know also. if everyone knows what Legally Blonde. You haven't. Well, I haven't. I'll read the actual. You haven't. I'm really bad at synopsizing, so I'm just gonna read this. Um, so oh, for sure. That's that what it's. To watch this movie for the first time. Oh my god, you're gonna love it, Michael. Okay, I listen love it, to this. Michael. Directed by Robert Ludetic, this comedy stars Reese Witherspoon as Elle Woods, a bubbly sorority girl who enrolls in Harvard Law School to win back her ex-boyfriend. Despite initial challenges, Elle proves her intelligence and legal acumen when challenging while challenging stereotypes. So, Ooh. um, yeah, it's you know, sort of a fish out of water scenario sort of yes. realizing that the real world is not like you think it's gonna be um, about coming into your strength as a woman and using your womanhood to be your uh, you know your superpower so um, oh. also visually pretty Barbie very Barbie Oof. very good um, I would agree that with one everything you said thank you yeah this is this is gonna be a very fun uh, watch list um yeah huh. yeah so now we're in the twos um Ooh. we have we're in the twos we have a couple more to go till we get to five because that is how numbers work okay. uh michael yeah, so true. um i guess for my next <laughs> pick um i am going to put in I'm going to put City of Angels, y'all. <laughs> okay. Right. Um, I'm, I'm going to put City of Angels. Um, uh, so I mentioned it a little bit earlier. Um, it is a remake of Wings of Desire. Tells the story of Seth, played by Nicolas Cage, an angel who falls in love with a mortal woman named Maggie, uh, played by Meg Ryan. Uh, as Seth becomes more entangled with the human world and experiences human emotions, he faces the ultimate choice between his immortal existence and the profound love he has found with Maggie. Um, and this kind of story reminds me of, I guess, Barbie's discovery of her own formed purpose. Um, like, I love the idea of a doll that gets to be one of us. Um, <laughs> it's, yeah. a, it's really True. kind of... It could be sappy in like a 90s way. And that's what I like about it. Um, it's very sweet. Um, I, yeah. uh, again, those moments where Barbie's connecting with like all kids. It's, it's, it's really nice. Um, mm -hmm. So that is my two. Uh, Anupa. Very good. Oh my gosh. Okay. My second one is. My second one. Okay. 
My second one is Kamikaze Girls. Mm. This is from 2004. Have either of you seen this movie? I have not. I have not. Okay, I'm going to read a brief synopsis. I'm like, I'd be really surprised if you did. Um, I read the book in college, and then I watched the movie earlier this year on an airplane. Perfect. Um, So the... Synopsis is, Momoko is a 17-year-old girl who is into the Rococo period of fashion. Selling off her Yakuza father's hooky t-shirts to fund her shopping habits, she comes across Ichigo, who is her complete opposite, a tough biker chick. The two become mutually dependent on each other in this enjoyable account of an unlikely friendship. Wow. Like, this movie is, like, really camp with the visuals. It's so Mm. insane looking. It's Mm. very, like cartoon-ish it is like live action but like they everyone acts like a like a superhero or like a cartoon Mm -hmm. and like it's got real like it's kind of got superhero vibes to me a little bit just in like terms of the aesthetics but yeah this movie is to me like essential barbie canon because it is about this girl who basically defines her entire existence by like her looks like and she lives in like she lives in like the Japanese countryside and has never really identified with where she lives. And it's just like, I'm better than all these bitches, which I really relate to. Like <laughs> I really do. And she's just like, everyone here sucks so bad. And like, yeah. I am so cute and like, yeah. poor me. And she's always lived being like, I don't need people. I just like need to live a beautiful life. And because of like her sad like life with her mom and her dad she like channels all of that like angst and rage into her clothes and through this like beautiful like kind of like subtly very queer relationship with Mm. her like new friend who has like a very opposite like fashion aesthetic she like learns the value of relationships and like (laughs) sees the beauty and things that aren't just her and like I think it's like to me, it's like the movie that is really, I think, is exactly what I was like in college. It feels like mm. a, a Nupa in college sort of movie. I really Ooh. identify so with sweet. it. So sweet. Oh and very Barbie. Can't wait to watch oh. that. Oh, I can't wait for you to watch it's it either. Please one. tell me when you do. Yeah, oh. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to yeah. most likely hold us to these lists to, to watch because I, I think okay, it'll be really fun. I want to use more Maybe. movies like this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, Jasmine. Into it. My number two is nine to five. Um, nine to oh! five. Very yeah. interesting. Nine I like five, this pick. Also, my favorite movie. Um, <clears throat> directed by Colin Higgins, this workplace comedy revolves around three female workers, uh, played by Jane Fonda, Lily Tomlin, and Dolly Parton. And that doesn't really tell you anything about the plot, but basically they all hate their boss. He's a misogynist. He is keeping them from moving up. If you listen to the lyrics of the song nine to five, that's what it's about. But then in a very fun turn of events, if you guys have ever seen horrible bosses, Similar to Horrible Bosses, these three <laughs> ladies plot to murder their boss, which is yes. so fun. Whoa, I didn't know that happened in that movie. I yeah. I think that's what it is. Yeah, they plot yeah. to kill him. Oh, like, or like it's think, either they no, I they think, think they killed him they... accidentally. 
Yeah, I yeah. saw this movie a few months ago. They like accidentally poison him. Yeah, but then they like there's like a insane sequence where they like visualize his death in like horrible ways. Yes, like- yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I yeah. love it. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's like okay. Also, so I am a woman in the in the in the working world. I'm surrounded by men all the time. They're fucking annoying. And, like, (laughs) my life is already hard enough by simply being born a woman. And I feel like 9 to 5 sort of embodies that. They're definitely, uh, you know, girl boss. It's a girl boss movie. Also, another really great movie for white women. Um, (laughs) Which might be a theme of Barbie core. (laughs) For sure. Uh. Yeah. 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 Um, Uh, Which is like, you know, whatever. (laughs) It's so good. Uh, Okay. Also, Dolly Parton looks like Barbie. Oh, yeah. That's. And Lily Tomlin, they're all Barbies going to work. They're playing go to work. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Oh, very good. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, the th- now we're gonna get into the threes, and this is where I, yes. I'm starting to realize, damn, I, I, I might not know what I'm doing. Um, but mm. this feels right in my heart, so I'm gonna say it. because uh, it, it's also something. It's also one of the movies that Shelley recommended. Um, AI artificial intelligence. I fucking love this movie. <laughs> um, oh my god, uh, that movie is so scary. Yeah, it really is. Um, but I very much agree with it being on a list of a Barbie core mm. movie since mm. the meccas are dolls. The meccas are dolls. Um, mm. just so dolls. yeah, for. Just a quick synopsis. It's set in the future. There is highly advanced uh, androids. They're called mechas. One of the mechas is a boy named David, played by Haley Joe Osment, who is on a journey to become real and be loved uh, by his human mother again. Um, so I lose points because I don't think this is really a movie that's centered on uh, a feminine experience at all. But I do think that it is... Uh, about uh another kind of uh mm. concept conceptual be- being trying to become uh mm. a human um and and this is probably the the element that i connected the most with uh in the barbie movie i'm not going to talk about this one too much because we've mm. done a whole episode about ai we'll probably do another because that's a fucking <laughs> good movie um but Yes, artificial intelligence is my three. Uh, the end. Okay, number three. Right. Yes. Your three. Okay, number three. My number three. I'm gonna say so. I'm cha- This one is not on our on the initial list, but I okay, just thought fine. of it because you said nine to five, and it changed my life. Mm. Um, <laughs> it's another Dolly Parton. Who I mean. She, she probably, like, she's, like, Barbie core generally, but yes. it's uh, Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. <gasps> have either of you seen this movie? I haven't, but I must. Oh, my no. God. It's so good. I yeah. think this is another Colin Higgins um, yeah. movie. It's wow. a musical. Dolly Parton is in it. And 
this musical is it rivals Chicago for me, which if you know me is like my favorite movie of all time. Um, It's so good. This movie is about like Dolly Parton who runs this, like this is what they call it in the movie, a whorehouse, like Mm -hmm. in the middle of Texas. Mm -hmm. And um, like it runs the risk of like being shut down because of like a weird conservative, like basically like a TV fascist. Um, And it's so good the music is incredible it has like some of the best like it's just so funny it has some of the best music dolly parton is amazing in it and it's like a movie that really like questions what it means to be a woman versus Mm. like how they should express their sexuality Mm. and it really like there's nothing there is nothing wrong with this movie it is a perfect film Mm. it addresses like female sexuality and like their relationship to men very, very well. Um, it's a perfect, perfect movie. And she covers a Whitney Houston song at the end, which wow. like changed my life. Wow. Oh. Roles is, reversed. Is there like a Christmas Roles reversed. There a Christmas Amazing. song in this movie? Yeah. Wow. I gotta is, watch that. Is there like um there's a song that I really love by Dolly Parton that I think I don't think so. Oh, damn it. Oh. Hard Candy Christmas? Mm-hmm. No? It's not. There is no Christmas song in this. Gosh. Oh, wait. Yes. Wait. You're right. There is. Oh, wait that's your favorite minute. Christmas song. That's your yeah. favorite Christmas song? That's my that's favorite Christmas song. It's a good one. Yeah. It's a good song. Holy moly. Wow. Oh. That's nice. Oh. Wow. Oh, my God. What about a movie this with a Christmas song that's not a Christmas movie? Is that a Christmas movie? Oh. I don't think it is. I, I don't remember not. it having any Christmas in it. Wow. I guess it's not. They just got uh, a great Christmas song. That's good. Great yeah. That's Christmas useful. Song. They're covering all their bases. I remember that movie was uh. like always on TNT. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oof. Good. <laughs> I gotta check that out. Okay. Oof. My number three is Life Size. Oh, which of course. may be low-hanging fruit, but it is a movie about a Barbie whose name is Eve. Um, she is wished... No, she is like... So li- little baby Lindsay Lohan is a witch, and she gathers a book of... She gets a book of spells from her rare book salesman in town, um, and she... <laughs> tries to do a spell to bring her mother back to life. Her mother is dead. And instead she accidentally brings her yeah. She accidentally brings her Eve doll to life. Oh Eve is the most popular Barbie type doll in this universe. That's why it's called uh Eve is played by Tyra Banks. And Tyra Banks teaches her how to love once again. She Mm. helps her heal from the loss of her mother. Um, I watched it the other night. I liked it, but it's not a great movie. <gasps> but I liked it. I Why mean, is it not a great movie? It's, it it was... doesn't make a ton of sense structurally. <laughs> but i liked it which is something else something i've said on this podcast before with burlesque i like it but it's not 
It's not great. <laughs> but, I, but it must be on this list. It's an obligatory ad because it is about Barbie and also um, it's really nice uh, about friendship. And I like it. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Is Clover is also right by great. His... She's a great actor. He is. is he right by a speaker? <laughs> Sorry. He can right definitely dance on, on the, the keyboard, keyboard. But right tweeting by a speaker, he should know. You know. Oh, I, I thought that the, I thought that I had the microphone here on my ears. But oh, maybe I he just he reached a very high frequency. His opinion. <laughs> That's very sweet. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he's loud. I love it too. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear him just then? Yeah. So I was like, left. yeah. Before he was like, I have seen his life very, size. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he me. also wishes to be life size. Uh. <laughs> One day. Uh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So uh, your number four okay. pick, Michael? Ooh. Okay. So as my number four pick, I am going to trust my spirit and I am going to pick Ladybird. I'm going to pick Ladybird. Um, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. So it's one of the other i didn't see little women wish i could put that on my list but i didn't watch it and um i i don't know enough about the little women property so my next pick would be ladybird uh which is a coming of age uh drama that centers on uh, christine ladybird mcpherson a high school senior in sacramento california it explores her turbulent relationship with her mother uh, and her aspirations to attend college on the East Coast. Uh, honestly, very similar to Real Women Have Curves. Um, like but I, curves. yeah, yeah, it's a, it's very similar vibes. Only this time, uh, it's got a go rig, and uh, yeah, I, I felt like this is definitely one to watch in conversation with Barbie to get to know Greta Gerwig's perspective um about uh being a young woman uh and growing up um yeah i think this is a good pick uh and i'm sticking i'm gonna stick to that confidently um because i've been insecure about my choices (laughs) no No, little women is a great one little women i'm not little women sorry Lady Bird is a great one. I feel like that one is really like the Greta Gerwig like thesis statement and like yes. all of her movies since that have like explored it in different ways. Mm. Um because you didn't say Little Women, I'm going to say Little Women for my Oh, life. very good. Um very and good. I think I grew up on the 1994 version with Winona Ryder, so like yes. I think mine isn't like limited just to the Greta Gerwig version, which I do love, but like I'm more familiar with the Winona Ryder one. Um, and that, I mean, that entire story is just very Barbie in the sense, like, I mean, Jasmine, have you seen it? I saw the Greta Gerwig Little Women. I haven't seen the original okay. uh, other one. Got it. Yeah. So Little Women is just about these, like, four sisters mm-hmm. and, like, living after or during the Civil War. Um, but I think what makes it very Barbie is like, you are navigating it through the lens of Joe March, like one of the sisters who's a writer and she's like confronted with like all her other sisters choices as they like navigate being a woman in the world and like 
Some of them choose to get married. Some of them choose to like join high society and like how her like frustration with not being able to like fit in or cope with these like expectations of women, um, which is a kind of like reverse Barbie in a way, because she's like the character that didn't really feel like a stereotypical like Barbie. And yeah, is like seeing the frustration of not being able to meet those expectations. And like that monologue that America Ferreira gives in the Greta Gerwig Barbie, Mm -hmm. where like, um, she's like, women have to do this and be this and like, they can Mm -hmm. never do anything, like whatever, is very similar to the like Saoirse Ronan, like monologue that she gives in Little Women. It's true. Where she's like, if if you've seen that Saoirse Ronan meme where she's like, women, like, it's like very much that. (laughs) Um, I see a lot of parallels between like those two movies. Um, So yeah, that'll be my pick. Oh, very nice. Very good. Very nice. Oof. Jasmine? Um, okay. Well, my number four is my other favorite movie of all time, 13 Going on 30. Um, oh. Oof. God dang. That's a good one. It is. <laughs> it's good so one. good. Um, it's really enjoyable to watch. Uh, and uh visually it's more of like an early 2000s rom-com rather than like high camp um obviously but there are some like really campy moments there is a dance number and um she is uh jennifer garner um is a fashionista she um basically um she is on her 13th birthday very sad she feels like she has no friends, but she does have a friend. She has one friend. It's her Ken. It's that little boy baby Mark Ruffalo. Um, mm. And then so she like makes a wish. She's like, I, earlier, that, earlier that day, she saw some sort of like magazine uh, article that was like, are uh, 30 flirty and thriving. Look at what whoever this article is about is doing at 30 years old and jennifer gardner's little girl character was like i wish i was 30 flirty and thriving <laughs> and she knocks, <laughs> she knocks some confetti <laughs> from above her head in a beautiful dollhouse that her um best friend uh my maddie yeah his name's maddie maddie uh, her, yeah, yeah maddie her best friend Maddie made her a beautiful dollhouse that is like her dream house. And he made little paper dolls of the two of them so they could hang oh out God. in her little dollhouse. And um, she puts it up in her closet because she's like, this is embarrassing. This can't be out when people are over at my house for my 13th birthday party. And then um, uh, she gets embarrassed at her birthday party. She makes this wish. Some confetti falls on her head from this house. And uh, she wakes up the next day and she's 30 in New York. And um, she like works at this big magazine publisher. And it turns out that she has like just turned into like a not nice person to get to this place uh. in life. And she has to, uh. with her 13 year old spirit, like learn how to be an adult and like holy be shit. nice to people it's an amazing yeah. movie it's so years ago. good it really is i think i need to rewatch it because Watch you it describing today. that <laughs> like i was like oh fuck like this is where i'm at right now <laughs> where's that 
Right, let me heal that inner child. Let me listen to that voice. That fucking yeah. Oh, what a good pick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It it is it is about healing your inner child and like yeah, it's a really yeah. good movie. Um, oh, yeah. I, so. a little bit of a portal Thank fantasy, you. a little bit of you know, she's feeling embarrassed about mm-hmm. you know being you know yeah. but, uh, a being youth. Whoever she is, uh, like not feeling comfortable yeah. in her own skin. Oh yeah. God. Okay. Yeah, it's good. That one's such yeah, a great. Yeah. I'm really proud of everyone's picks for this. And before we conclude the episode We're with our really final good. picks, uh, I just want to say you both uh, have been great uh, to talk about this with. <laughs> and uh, I'm very excited to watch through, through all of these fucking movies. Um, we are going to share this <laughs> list too. with a ton of people uh, on the internet. Um, uh, yes. The plot twist is no one really wins this game. Um, we're just curating yeah. a, a deeply, uh, yeah, like, no. just sharing w- a well-intentioned <laughs> <laughs> film playlist. Um, the get the so without no, yeah, the the gift yeah. is being heard. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, um, without further ado, uh, my last pick for this playlist yes. of Barbie films will be. Rocky. No, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> nice. It, it, no, kidding. Uh, it'll be real women have curves. Um, and really just like yeah. talking about Lady Bird so much. I'm like, well, you can't watch Lady Bird without watching real women have curves. Mm. Uh, America Ferrera is in it. She has a mm. really terrific monologue. Uh, several really great uh, monologues and moments in the movie. Um, she's a really talented actor. Like, I think it's a must watch, uh, to, to kind of balance out the different, uh, tastes on this list. Um, oh, I dropped my watch. Mm. Um, yeah, but that Mm. is, uh, my fifth pick. Okay. Very good. Anupa, what do you got? Okay. I was trying to pick between two, but I'm going to say that my final pick is, but I'm a cheerleader. Um, Oh, thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Like this movie changed my life. (laughs) This movie radicalized me, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Like I remember watching it as a kid and being like, wow, like this is so great for someone. And then being, (laughs) and like not realizing that this was like literally about my life. Um, Like, I think, understandably so, like, Barbie is not a very queer movie, Mm -hmm. and, like, you wouldn't exactly want Greta Gerwig to be, like, the voice of that anyway, Um, but I think that makes this a really good companion film, like, because it really shows, like, the inherent, like, queerness that comes with, like, trying to navigate, like, the expectations of being Mm -hmm. a person in the world. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny, obviously very camp, very, like, aesthetic, great, great soundtrack. I know Dressy Bessie did a few songs for it that are, like, very, very good. Um, And then also RuPaul is, like, one of my favorite characters in the whole, in that movie. I did not know RuPaul's in it. Whoa. Oh my god, RuPaul plays a conversion counselor and is so funny because he just progressively gets like gayer and gayer like as yeah. the movie goes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just like the best running joke of the Amazing. movie. 
Um, and of course, like Natasha Leone is like, to me, like gay Barbie anyway. Um, Perfect, yeah. Even though I don't even think Natasha Leone is gay, but like, She's not. I think we like honorary we gay she Barbie. Is. She is. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in my heart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Amazing pick. Oh my God. Really Thank good. You. Uh. Um, Okay, so to conclude, I don't know where this is streaming, but my final pick is a VHS tape that I don't know where it came from. I don't know whose this is, but it's in my house, and it is what? Britney Spears Live and More. Yes! Um, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it is incredible. An iconic concert film from 2001 <gasps> where Britney Spears is on her Oops I Did It Again tour so she is at the very beginning of her career she is like in that 360 deal my parents are running my shit um, she mm. is um, performing the one that is filmed for this movie is her concert in Hawaii which I found out through my old roommate Constance Edmonds, wonderful woman, also a Barbie. She told me that when she and her family went to Hawaii that year, there was just a Britney Spears concert happening. And it was like very advertised all around whatever town it was in. Um, And so she got to go to see Britney Spears in 2001 at that Oops, I Did It Again tour. And anyway, there's a lot of like good interviews with Britney where, um, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's like a, it's a documentary about our IRL Barbie, who is an extremely flawed person. And, uh, at this time was in the box that, that she was put in. She was like in there. It was too late. She was in the Barbie box. She was in the Barbie box. Yeah. But it's like a really fun film. But in, you know, watching it in 2023. It's crazy. It's kind of like also an anti-war film. Just an (laughs) anti-war film. I I need to watch this. Yeah. I have the VHS tape. I don't know, but if I, you could, I, both of you could come over to my house and watch it on my VCR if you want. I would. That's love all that. I have for you. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god! I don't this. know where it's streaming. Okay. <laughs> it's god. <somewhere. laughs> okay, and what thus an con- epic conclusion. Thus concludes yes. the Barbie Canon Volume One. Um, this is this is Volume Excellent. One. Uh, because there are a lot of movies that we did not talk about, mention. Um, I want to know why Moonstruck is on here. Uh, it, like, I don't know. there's a lot <laughs> on this list. So after watching I it, I realized a, I just felt it. I didn't really know. But you, but you know what? It connects to other movies on this list. It connects to yeah. uh, City of Angels, where Nick Cage plays City a freak, and so yeah. you know. And, and <laughs> I also freak. think share. There's also Cher, who is, you know, so great. Yeah, um, one, of, one of the original Barbies. An sure. iconic yeah. doll. I, I do find her. You know? Yeah. She is a doll. Yeah. So, she is a doll. 
I really believe there's more space for um, more movies on this canon, but I, I love this mm-hmm. volume one list. Um, mm-hmm. As I mentioned before, there is no winner to this game. Uh, I guess we're all winners uh, because we have all of these lovely uh, movies that we get to watch mm-hmm. now. Um, yes. Yeah. So I want to thank you both for hanging out with me um, <laughs> this Sunday. Thank um, you. And this is so much think, fun. Yeah. Um, I am excited to edit this and get <laughs> Shelly's thoughts on this uh, because yeah. I know she's going to look through this list and be like, this isn't on the list. Like, and that's what I want. I want to stir the pot. <laughs> um, yeah. Gotta stir the pot. I want to know Shelly's yeah. top five. For her I, because it's supposed to be four maybe, brackets. There should be. Um, there should be. Um, so this is yeah. just part one of a continuing project. Um, I definitely want to hear her response, and it should probably be something we record. So um, mm-hmm. we'll figure that out later. But uh, excellent. Before we jump, what do y'all? Uh, what do y'all have going on? Are there any things? moments in your life you want to plug any performances any anything and if you're just living life hanging out that's now, also cool too i'm i'm just living a life i have nothing really to plug um oh. i just want to say hi to my mom oh very nice, <laughs> oh, very nice. <laughs> um, yes hi mom yeah, i have nothing i have nothing to plug but you know what a shout out is nice shout out to my yeah. um to all, to all my pals, to my to my friends who yeah. maybe clicked on this link and listened through the whole thing and made it to this point. If you made it, you are a real one. A real oh. one, for sure. They're going to make it. They're going to make it. This this whole episode is going to be They're like a subway. make it because it's compelling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. Uh, uh, thank you both okay. so much. And thank you, listener. As always, uh, you can follow us on social media. Uh, at everyone is hot pod that's every number one is hot pod and uh, wherever you're listening to us uh, where you can rate us give us five stars anything less is mean and uh, yeah have a great rest of your day and remember to stay horny Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 